Weakest found I've ever heard. Weakest air horn I've ever heard. By the way, do you remember when we started the air horn thing? It was, I was doing it different. I wasn't doing, fow, fow, fow. I was doing, ha, ha, ha. How was I doing? You were doing, no, wow, wow, wow. Is that how I did it with the W? Yeah. And then you converted. What is I a fool? <laughs> All those years ago. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, by the way, friends, take a look. Chandler's here. Yay! He's back. He's back to join us. Exactly. Hey, um, and Gary, of course, joining us as always. Um, good to see Gary. Hey, guys. Um, so, uh, friends, listeners, and, and uh, compadres, um, Sarah has something she wants to tell you. <laughs> Uh, that's right. I do. Um, I just, uh, sorry. I'm just kidding. I recovered from these, uh, these, uh, tire marks after being thrown under the bus. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that too. I'm not going to do that too. I just, I was just kidding. Um, it's not Tiana's picks. It's Riggle's picks. (laughs) We, uh, we have a mutual announcement. Um, and, and that is that, uh, after several years of doing this podcast, uh, we are wrapping it up, and um, it has been one, a great, great joy uh, of mine, personally. Um, I am eternally grateful for the, the time I got to spend with Gary and, and Sarah and Chan, um, and uh, I, I, I couldn't be happier. As, as we all know, uh, Joe Rogan is coming on Spotify at 100 mil. Our contract wasn't quite for 100 mil. Um, otherwise we might've stayed. Um, but anyway, that's not the case. That's not the point. That's not the case. Um, we, we both have a lot going on, uh, personally and professionally. And we decided that this would be a great time to take a break. And, and that's what we're doing. But I did want to say from my heart, how much I love, uh, Gary and Sarah and Chan. Rank us. Rank us. Okay. Uh, please don't, Uh, please, please don't. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I won't now. Uh, I was I literally I was this close to doing it. Um, but uh, it has been it's been a great great joy and pleasure to to be on this show and work with these guys and and to all you listeners who have stuck with us, we are eternally grateful for you uh, listening and joining us every week. Uh, uh, you're the reason we do it, uh, so thank you for that. And now I'll let someone else talk. But it I had really to try is. to throw Sarah under the bus. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it really has. It's been like such an amazing, fun experience. And I, I love our listeners, both of them. You know, I think they are what well, like we've had just an incredible time. But, you know, Rob shaved his mustache and I just felt like, you know, they're 
that's not the friend that I wanted. And I didn't want to have to meet up and, and look at his shaved face every week. <laughs> no. Um, no, you're right. I'm, I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> it's, one it's one I have to live with. Many. No, just many. like sometimes life gets in the way. Like we plan on getting back together and doing more projects. Um, but this one is, uh, is just being put on pause. So we thank you so much for listening. We've had a great time and we're going to have a great time on this episode because we have lots of questions and turtle award nominees to get through and just have fun with. So let's all have a drink and get through it together. Exactly. Gary's way ahead of us. Yeah, Gary's so far as ahead. usual. He does have a shirt on though. I so that's got me confused, but <laughs> I know it's like, it must be a formal event. <laughs> this time he's not wearing pants. For the last episode, he's like, I'll put on a shirt. Yeah. No pants. No, that's Gary's got standards and rules. Uh, Chandler said the shirt was court ordered. So maybe, <laughs> maybe she's right. Possibly. She's not wrong. <laughs> well, hey, you pay your bills and that's all that matters. Um, well, how let's, are let's, you? Let's do one more story. Uh, what does that say again, sir? Oh, I just said, how are you? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm good. This quarantine, it, it feels like it's wrapping up. And I, I say know. wrapping up. Maybe it's not wrapping up, but the, the, the beginning of the end is upon us. And yeah. uh, the, the I'm seeing the states are opening up. They did this great story in the Wall Street Journal and showing how what all 50 states are doing. So you can go state by state by state. And it's really interesting to see the spectrum of some states are like, it never happened. <laughs> you know, and they're, you know, they're out licking doorknobs right now. And then there's other, you know, that are still like, put on your hazmat suit to, to shake hands with the postman, you know. <laughs> so it's 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 funny to see the spectrum. But everybody, everybody, all 50 states have reopened on so in some way, shape, or form, and it's it's going to continue to progress that way, which is a blessing for this country. I mean, the car wash is opened here, and I'm so excited <laughs> because. My car just been sitting on the street for three months, not moving, and I'm like, "Ooh, I should probably take care of that." Yeah, I hear you. So here we have it, Chandler. What have you been up to? Um, Becoming a tick besides being a TikTok star, which we all know, huge TikTok, huge TikTok star. And what's your TikTok handle? Just so everybody who isn't already a fan can join. It's just Chan Barbie because Chandler Barbie was taken. I think I took that for myself and just didn't remember the password, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I, well, I chose the worst year as a New Year's resolution to go sober, I feel like. <laughs> oh, really? Everyone, everyone's drinking and I've been sober this whole year. The whole oh, year? My, yeah. The whole year? Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink. Yeah. I think she told Yikes. us about this when we were doing our last Turt Award episode. I wasn't even sober when I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly am not now. Yeah. Oh, wow. God, you You did pick a bad year to be sober. It was bad because all my friends are drinking and I haven't. But it's honestly now that I'm like almost in the sixth month of it. It's not bad because it's shown like my face has gotten skinnier. I have abs now. So I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to drink ever again. (laughs) So... Honestly, good for you. 
Gary, what were you telling me about quarantine rules or like airport rules? Yeah, there's a tweet I saw. It's not mine, so I don't want to take credit for it. But early on in the quarantine, I saw something that said like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but quarantine rules are like airport rules. If you need a cocktail at 6 a.m., go for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like it. Love it. I've been doing the opposite. I've been getting on that drinking train. (laughs) And I'm talking malt liquor. Malt liquor. (laughs) Hey, old English 800. I'm talking about that old English 800. I tip it. I tip it to my homies, my fallen homies. And then I, then I guzzle it. I guzzle it. I don't sip. I guzzle that old English 800. Damn. You're in a hurry to sit I'm all about that life. I'm all about that life. You back on your bullshit? I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> I'm just here to make sure he's alive. And doesn't have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're on the podcast, just rolling up to make sure he's still alive every day. Pretty much. It's a great Thank God. Day. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one more day. Yeah, listen, we got, uh, but it is wrapping up. Thank goodness. Uh, and I do love the videos you're posting, Sarah. God bless. Oh. They make me smile. They make me smile <laughs> every time. Because it's, it's when, you, when, when Maverick was laying on Cage's mat, Ugh. that made me die laughing. You're like, really? All you can lay anywhere you want, and the look on his face was like, "What's up? Yeah, this is, this is where I lay now." It's Finally, not, you moved that thing so I could lay here. It's not just the videos either. The videos are amazing, and I I soak them up. But I have a ten month old, and me and my wife will text pictures of Cage back and forth, saying he's cuter than our baby. Like your 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 baby oh. is adorable. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he's fatter than your well. 10-month-old bigger no no comment but your baby is adorable oh i think think baby fights might be the thing let's do some baby fights baby fight baby fight copyright there's been a lot of babies born in the commie store community recently and earl and i were both like oh sarah's baby thank god it's cute because the rest are real uggos right now (laughs) (laughs) really there it is there it is. Jesus, I mean, shots fired. Yeah. I mean, I think he's cute, but I, it's because like I stare at him every day. So I, you know, like you don't, you always think that you're biased when you like look at your kids, but he's, oh, he's adorable. He's, he's adorable. pretty cute. He's really and cute. he just laughs all day. Like we, like he just laughs nonstop. He just thinks everything is so funny. That's awesome. So thank God. Yeah. You can probably hear him right now having a meltdown in the background. <laughs> As I say, he laughs all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's it. That's it. We're, we're surviving the, the, the quarantine. I say surviving the quarantine, not the COVID, the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, we're surviving the quarantine and, uh, uh, fuck that COVID. It ain't going to get me. Mm-mm. And even if it does, I ain't going to admit it. I was just Good luck was- attacking me because exactly. I'm pickled. <laughs> you should admit to people if you have it. But Bush league. If you can't see that I'm sweating and about to throw up, that's that's on you. <laughs> I'm supposed to see Rob in person next week. I'm seeing Rob in person every day. I, well, you and I need T-shirts because, well, I just need one to because I don't have just, any. Just have one that says "I survived COVID" and Rob Riggle. Boom. <laughs> um, in that order. In that order, exactly. So uh, uh, I, I kind of, Sarah, I think we, I, I think we agree on this. We want to talk 
about we want to talk about like you said uh maybe a couple of uh turd nominees and yeah we really want to talk to our our listeners yeah we want um, to interact with the fans but yeah. you know it, it was this show at its inception and i think at, at its closing should be a sports show so let's start with a, one sports story that was submitted by a fan and it's a longtime fan a, a frequent submitter matt mitchard um <clears throat> Bichad, maybe, uh, Matt, as always, and to all listeners, if I've ever mispronounced your name, I apologize. I assure you I'm trying my hardest. But this one was submitted by Matt, and it says, South Korea's uh, football club Seoul have been fined a record 100 million Korean won, which is 82,000 American dollars, for damaging the prestige and integrity of the league after using sex dolls instead of mannequins to fill empty seats during a K-League match. Yeah. Sex dolls. Well, first of all... You know, any doll's a sex doll if you use it the right way. If you have an imagination. (laughs) Yeah. If you're not a wuss. (laughs) Uh, And um, I don't see what's wrong. I mean, mean, they're just trying to, like, be funny and, like, fill the crowd and, like, make it feel like it's not empty. And you want the the crowd to look like they're cheering and it looks like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they look like they're cheering. If you if you put a soundtrack to it, it would probably feel real. Mouth gaped open. Yeah. And big yeah. eyes. Oh. Sex dolls oh. don't do the one thing that men want, though, like scream for joy, right? So. That's where we do the pre-recorded tape. <laughs> yeah. if you got, you got 80,000 blow-up dolls like this. <laughs> <laughs> then all you have to do is play the, the thunderous. They have, they have crowd noise. You can play over, right. the, amp, over the PA system. Were they blow up or were they like the new advanced ones that are like latex? They were not blow up. They were the more advanced, like actual. Who could afford that? Aren't they like $80,000 a piece or something? That's what's confusing. I don't (laughs) know if they're. The price. (laughs) So I heard. I don't know if they're 80, but they're not. They're several thousand. And there was 20 of them, apparently. (laughs) Um, They had 20 of these, these latex sex dolls and they get in trouble for that 20 out of. I would imagine they had more than 20 in the stadium. They had probably had thousands of, of mannequins and dolls. And just because they had a couple sex dolls in there, well, that's just I, not fair. Because if you go into a regular stadium, there's a couple hookers in there in every stadium. Yeah. They life. didn't tell you they put all those sex dolls in the wives section. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a problem. That would be a problem. I, I, uh, Oh, shoot. I just forgot what I was going to say. Well, apparently the one of the problems that came up was they had like a lot of the dolls holding signs and the fans noticed that some of the signs had advertisements for the sex doll company. So oh, somebody so somebody on the in the team organization had a friend who works for this business and they had some sort of a back office deal worked out. But my question is, who's the fan that had the gall to tweet in like, yeah, I recognize that logo. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there was somebody. Is one of two things. It was a narc or a nerd. <laughs> yeah, those things are not synonymous. You know, did you see that movie, The Good Boys? Yes, hilarious. Where that's the, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Ever. So where they're good. like, <laughs> they think the sex doll is their parents' CPR doll. Yes, that was priceless it is one of my favorite movies i watched it with the kids this past weekend and it was so funny that's on hbo right uh hbo on demand right now i've i've clicked past that 12 times i'm so glad to hear you guys like it i'm watching that tonight yourself a favor that's what i'm watching tonight i'm 
I'm so excited. It is, it is by it. far, it is so seventh grade. Like it is so perfectly seventh grade. It's like amazing. all the things that you worry about, how everything's the end of the world. I mean, it is so great and yeah. so funny. But yeah, I'm that's why I'm thinking this Korean team could have just said those sex dolls were CPR dummies and like gotten <laughs> away with it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Other than the fact that one of the knuckleheads was advertising. That's probably where they got pinched. Korea um, usually doesn't do anything, you know, dumb. Like yeah. they're usually like the the peak of like you know, Asia, like they, they're usually like, you know, so pristine, you know, mm-hmm. they also have my favorite food. I love Korean food. Never want to do the dishes, but I love the food. Like the but, what, Korean barbecue. Yeah. Cause they have like 80 dishes in front of you plates. I mean, yeah. you're like, can we combine any of these? You don't have to do like <laughs> 80 dishes at once. That's All right. Well, before we get to the fans, I think let's do one more sports story real quick, just because mostly because I want to highlight how awesome the Chargers uniforms are. Oh. New Rams uniforms came out. Yeah, now, I saw these. I love the the, the one. Uh, they have one like an all white, but it's like a bone color. It's not white. It's like bone. Yeah, I think cool. that's one of the colorways. Which I can't say bone and not think of American Psycho. Remember that movie when he business card was like, that's bone. Um, But I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I think they're, they're fine. I like the helmets. Uh, I think they they got that right. The rest of it's just boring. I tell you that the chargers set the standard and all of this stuff is garbage. The chargers ones are so glorious, which is the only reason I I showed this story. Sorry. I just wanted to. Revisit how amazing the Chargers are. Gary, what do you think about your your former QB taking a job for after football, Philip Rivers? Did you hear about that? I sure did. That's actually the next one down on your rundown. Um, Yeah, he's taking a job at St. Michael's High School to coach that high school in Alabama. Yeah. Which one? Uh, It's called St. Michael's Catholic High School in Fairhope. Um, I don't know. You know, it's 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 in Decatur, Alabama. I that's literally where i'm from decatur oh, right. and you really? don't know the school it's a you're from I, decatur yeah cool wow but their rivalry is another private school there that is a christian school so it's like a big thing so that's interesting he's going there i think he'd probably go there because the next town over is called huntsville and that's where all the space and rocket yeah. people go yeah. it has the most scientists in the united states yeah, I know. That's there? why everybody makes fun of Alabama, but they do have the most per capita, like, doctors and, yeah. and like, physicists in the U.S. All right, let and, me clarify a little bit. Sorry, I was glancing at this too quickly. St. Michael's in Fairhope, Rivers is originally from Decatur, and he attended Athens High School. Oh, so he, Athens has a nice community college, but there's a, there's a school called Madison Academy. That's a private school that is a big rival, too. And Saban recruits out of that school. So oh. if he's going there, he's probably making a deal with that. Well, way. we know that Rivers is Catholic. That's why he has 80 kids. Seriously, <laughs> and won't swear. He The worst word he'll say is darn. I yeah. Listen, I, I think it's cool that he's setting up, you know, to do something like that, you know, given his immense wealth. But has Ooh. there ever been a bigger drop-off in salary from one career to the next? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, not no, that he needs I mean, the money, but 
most a lot of guys after football don't get a job. So I think right. like having a job is like is pretty good. I mean, was it Drew Brees that already signed to be a play-by-play announcer? Which to me is weird because then you're like, how do you know? Like everyone's hoping they're going to have a Tony Romo, but you might not. You might have a Jason Witten. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, I and that that's. I mean, I love Jason Witten, but he just not. He's not as good as Romo in the booth. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't know. The booth is hard. But they've got to. So it is hard. They've got to like know Phillip something. Knowing right? his place and 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 going to coach high school is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've got to know something with Breeze because he's reportedly signing for somewhere close to what Romo's signing for, which is well. Breeze has a great personality, and sure. like he's been like a community leader and a team leader. You know what I mean? Like he's pretty funny. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we. It is good. It's good that when you retire, if you have all that knowledge and all those skill sets and all that, uh, again, knowledge and leadership, you should you should have a purpose. And if you can give back to your community in any way, shape or form, uh, I'm, I think it's a good thing. And, and I'm not a Philip Rivers fan, but I, my hat's off to him on this one. Good job. And I'm assuming that his kids are going to go to school there and maybe he can coach his kids. Is maybe. that maybe part of it? You think? Yeah, I'm sure that's, pro- I'm sure that's part of it. If he wants them to play football, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Very cool. Um, cool. All right. What else, Gare? All right. You guys want to move on to a few turd awards? Wait, can I tell you a story about a turd story I read? Please. Sure. Um, (laughs) you guys see Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky's defense, what it was? Uh, yeah, wasn't it? It was, she was, uh, too dumb to understand what she was doing. Yeah, she said she. (laughs) That's great defense. She didn't know what she was doing was illegal. That was literally her defense. That's amazing. Um, so ignorance is, I mean, any first year law student, right, will tell you ignorance is no excuse, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Am I wrong? That was a pretty, what a smart comment. <laughs> any law student will tell you. Well, I think that's right. But as I say it, as I started to say it, I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but I thought that, because you always hear like ignorance is no defense. Right. Like just because you didn't know, like, if, oh, I didn't know you couldn't kill him. Well, doesn't matter. You still you killed him. You know? My problem. So I don't see how that's a defense. Am I crazy? No, I think. No, I, you're right. You know, just because you don't know it's against the law doesn't mean it's not against the law. Like you can it's it's you can still get in trouble for it. Yeah. But it's funny. Well, yeah. I don't know. Does she uh, does she get turd status for that? I personally wouldn't know anything about a court case. <laughs> Gary. Gary, I would Gary, Gary. I wouldn't. Well, <laughs> you know, it was illegal to drive drunk though all those years. It was a cooler with wheels, Chan. <laughs> That's a great point. What do you do if I'm a cop? I don't know what I don't know what to do. Yeah. At worst, you, it's guess. operating a scooter under the influence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're driving a cooler, uh, I'd let you go. That's me though. If he gave you an American. You a drink out of the cooler, would you let him? Go? Yeah, definitely. I'd go. I'd definitely. Do Wasn't that. it George Jones that like his wife stole the keys to the car so he couldn't drive to the liquor store, so he took the lawnmower. Lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's when country was country. Damn it. Yeah. That's when cowboys were cowboys and dumb as a box of hair, but still. <laughs> that's how New Orleans is. Everyone rides their bikes to the bar, so then you'll see at like three a.m. a bunch of drunk people riding home on bikes. 
It's illegal, by the way, but oh. <laughs> it's illegal. It's probably like less dangerous, right? Yeah. Like if you crash your bike. Well, I don't know how it is in New Orleans, but in California, you get the same DUI for riding a bike as you do for driving a car. That's mm-hmm. just. I had a friend in high school who did that. He thought he was being responsible, and he got pulled yeah, over. Yeah, but then the if home. you if you get convicted, then you're sentenced to ride your bike. <laughs> yeah. And, by the way, there's no proportionality there. That's just it's wrong. Like if you ride your bike, you're not the same. No, it's not the same. Anyway, it's, it's very it's, hard it to sounds kill like a somebody. California law. Yeah, it's very anyway, chug chug chug. Bye. Chug, yeah. <laughs> very hard to kill somebody by crashing your bike into them, but. You know, anything's possible. Uh, you want all right. me to go try? <laughs> Don't tempt me, Chan. She will. She will. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to a couple of turd awards uh, submitted by our loyal fans. We'll start with one from Dave Neely. This is uh, this kind of Neely. Why we, this is why we. Had, <laughs> this is what one of those Dave? ones. That's why we had to expand it to north of the border. This is out of uh, Sudbury, Canada. A would-be thief in Greater Sudsbury got a big surprise late Thursday night when he realized the car he was breaking into was an unmarked police cruiser with an officer sitting inside. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, 25-year-old was charged with several offenses, including two counts of theft under 5,000, possession of property obtained by crime, and a drug charge after they found methamphetamine and fentanyl during their search. So maybe those two uh, would explain some of how he didn't notice the officer. Why that fentanyl is to- a killer. That fentanyl will get you every time. <laughs> this is why you have to think on your feet. Because if this happened to me, I'd just be like, I thought you were dying. I was breaking in to rescue you. I thought you were trapped in there yeah. in need of assistance. I like that. That's a, that's a good play. That's the way to play it. It's like, I was trying to help you, sir. You looked like you were dying or masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Why else would a man be sitting in his car? <laughs> Yeah, there's don't only cops always pull only, people over? For there's only two just, reasons. What? To sit in a car. There's only two reasons. Okay. Death or jerking off. <laughs> because Everybody cops always come up to you if you're just sitting in your car. Yeah. So if they're sitting in their car, I think as a concerned citizen, I have a right to break in and make sure that they're taking care. You know, okay. Hell yeah. You're being responsible. You're being a good citizen. Yeah. So I think the turd is the police officer. Yeah. I, would have said, I would say you're under arrest. Citizen's arrest, <laughs> officer. You're under arrest. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's move on to another one. Um, And stop me if we covered this last week because all my different shows run together. But Matt Machar, who uh, submitted... So many shows, Gary. Listen, maybe it's the drinking. I don't know. Things blur together for me. What do you want? Um, Ikea has pledged to tighten its security after a woman was caught on camera in China masturbating in one of its stores. Mm. Did we cover that? Did she, was she reading the interactions? <laughs> um, yeah, she was, uh, the unidentified woman was, uh, wearing a barely buttoned white shirt and she was moving around the store doing all kinds of 
nefarious nonsense, and IKEA is now in a ton of hot water, both in China and around the world, for this. Because uh, she was using uh, furniture from around the store to masturbate with. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Huh. I wonder if this. Well, that's what they get for having so many just random parts laying around. And such good deals. Deals <laughs> turn me on too. That's good value. I'm always. I'm a sucker for value. If I see good value, I get hard. There's no two ways about it. And Swedish writing. And so, oh, come on. With the little two dots above every vowel. Give me some of that. Umlauts. Yeah, umlaute. <laughs> I dig it the most. Uh, give what me that Ikea, Jazz. Chandler, Chandler was about to chime in, oh. and I cut her off. What do you got? Oh, I don't remember now. It's fine. Oh, um, it's fine. So... Chandler's more into masturbating at living spaces. <laughs> yeah. Ikea jerking off is bad news. Yeah, yeah. Classy, classy <laughs> masturbation at living spaces. So, Gary, this is a tacky question, uh, but uh, that's why I'm going to ask it. Uh, was she attractive? <laughs> she wasn't unattractive. All right. <laughs> was the... <laughs> Gary barely got that out of it. Well, is Gary's wife in the room? <laughs> Was the furniture expensive or cheap? It was Ikea. At Ikea? Yeah. <laughs> There's some stuff that's expensive. No, it's all reasonable priced. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Ikea. Was it to gardening equipment? Was it to a couch? Have you ever been to Ikea? There's all <laughs> kinds of stuff there. <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, you know, it, it was it was the not in the premium section, I will say. No. So um, what do you classify it as? Honestly, do you classify it as mental illness or nymphomania. What what is it? I classify it as a porn producer who wanted to go viral. Uh, they wanted this conversation right here, and they they achieved their goal. They um, got it. They're good. They're now, so good. Now risky to do it in China because you know it's not like America where you might end up with a small fine or or you know slap on the wrist or something. You know the Chinese government will mess you up, but. Yeah, they'll throw you in the gulag and come back four years later. Yep. That's what jerking off gets you in China. <laughs> but you're harder to find. There's a lot of people. True. True. And I guess a lot I, of people with black hair yeah. matching that description. <laughs> so I guess. You know, I guess. Come find right. me, bro. <laughs> come at me. Come at me, bro. You guys want to move on to another one? Yes. I'm very sure we do, yeah. <laughs> this one comes from Aaron DeGroat, and it comes with a, uh, a little message here. This is from our Facebook page. Uh, Aaron often submits to our Facebook page, and it says, Hey, Rob, Sarah, Gary, and Chan, glad you guys have held up so well and kept us entertained during this seemingly forever two-month-plus of sheltering in place. You're all appreciated more than you know. Here's a Turd Ward nominee. Uh, I believe it checks all the boxes. Jason Daddario... 37, was charged with criminal mischief and breach of peace, according to a police report. He was asked to leave a McDonald's in Brooklyn, Connecticut last week for failing to comply with a statewide order to wear masks in businesses to curb the spread of coronavirus. The Hartford Current uh, reported Thursday that Daddario threw a rock at the store and then sold several pairs of ladies' underwear from a nearby Walmart. Uh, (laughs) He tried to flee but thought better of it when a police dog met him as he left the store. Wait. She's right. It does check a lot of boxes for a turd. <laughs> so he got mad at the McDonald's and then in retaliation stole underwear from Walmart. 
Well, he threw a rock at the McDonald's first. Yeah. Then he went next door and store, stole women's underwear. This, by the way, was from a man. Um, this was Jason Daddario was the uh, oh the perpetrator and the submitter. Aaron DeGroat is a uh, the way he spells Aaron. I'm, sug- I'm guessing it's a man. He uh, he has a quote here uh, that I left out of his note. Uh, I'll have my Big Mac with no pickles, extra panties. Stay safe. <laughs> Very good. Very, Very good. good. Very well done. Well done, Jason. It's got to um, be one of those McDonald's that's attached to a Walmart because you're not going to take all that steam. One would think. This is what I think happened. <laughs> they said, we can't give you your food without a mask. And he was like, all right. So he went and got some panties to make a mask. <laughs> yeah. So fastest way to do it. And then he got yeah. in trouble for it. He was like, I'm just trying to get a burger. And they're like, sir, you stole these. He's like, I'll give them back. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. I get in fights all the time, and I I immediately go take panties. That's kind of how I blow off steam. So it's it's more common than you think. Um, that's where the panty raid was invented. I, I mean, I'm not making this. Is he a up. criminal or just an American? You know. Yeah, I think that's a great question. It's a great question. Did he do anything? What did he do wrong? <laughs> what did he do wrong? He wanted he wanted a Big Mac with pickles. Well, you know what? Know. Just because. Just because Chan suggested it, we'll go back to one that's been on the list for a while. Battle Creek, Michigan. A Michigan man was allegedly assaulted after he mocked another man who was using thong underwear as a coronavirus mask. See? <laughs> You're not wrong. Cotton. You might it's, be right, it's actually. Cotton. Thong but underwear? He was he was making a hell of a mask if he sold seven pairs of panties because that's like a seven-layer mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he got some for his friends because he knew they were going to McDonald's later. Hmm. Or maybe he wanted different colors to match his different outfits. It's like that lady in, I think it was Kentucky, that, that cut a hole in her mask because it was hard to breathe. That one was amazing. That was I saw that. That was That was the hilarious. best. And the, the, I saw that like, there was a video of it because it was the clerk at the 7-Eleven said, so how's your mask? And she goes, oh, I just, I can't breathe with that thing. And so she cut it off. I was like, He's like, I'm going to do that. Oh, my God. That clerk I played saw- it perfectly, by the way. Yeah. I know. I saw um, someone online that took a one of those like baby wipe, the plastic ones with the lid that you can open and close, and they cut it and put that around as a mask, and then they would open it to eat and then close it. <laughs> and I was like, not stupid. Not bad. You know what we're when we're gonna see some real creativity is when these casinos open back up and people want to smoke. Oh, we want to see yeah. some real creativity. Yes. So I'll probably just have every table will just have a, a guy standing with like a reverse leaf blower, and just <laughs> just standing there sucking it all up at the second they exhale, right by their mouth. So it even it pulls their lips. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm that's gonna say a big suck machine, but that doesn't exist. A thong mask, terrible, total turd. Yeah, that guy's a uh, a turd. Um, He's on the big board. <laughs> I'll just put him up there. That's done. Now with the video, people can see you do that live. That's right. You just like look straight up. Yeah, do a little, a little extra jazz now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
All right. Uh, let's go to some listener questions here. Uh, as we go through, we may get to another Turtle War 2, but we'll start with Daniel SG, who is a longtime contributor. Rob, I've been trying to get my friends to listen to and watch the podcast for the longest time, but they can never match your name with your face. So when I showed them who you are, one of them said, that's the guy who yells pow in Step Brothers, while the other one said, that's the guy who got shot in the dick in 21 Jump Street. My question to you is, who would you rather be known as? Or do you have someone else in mind? I'm going to assume it's someone else, but what do I know? I'd like to be the guy that ate a man's penis in international waters. That's how I'd like to be. But I'll take whatever, honestly. It's all good with me. Um, I get that all. I get Pow and Catalina Wine Mixer and Kobayashi and all that stuff. Yeah, I get it all the time. So it's all good. I, I, I like it. It means they've seen me. Yeah, I, think. I always say, you know, the drug dealing coach in 21 Jump Street, and they go, oh, yeah. That's how they know. And in real life? Be, Want to be known as a, you know, third degree pink belt, <laughs> whatever. What color belt are you? Black. Oh. Well, it's kind of an off black. <laughs> well, I found out today he's going like to buy, buy samurai swords. Yes, I, we were. If we were saying, if you won the lottery, what would you do? I said I'd buy a solid gold Cadillac. Then I said, no, take that back. I'd probably buy a samurai warrior outfit, the the all all the armor and the big helmet and the samurai sword. I'd probably buy an outfit for every day of the week, uh, and then I'd wear it around. That's how I'd spend my my winnings. That's a great idea. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> But this was like we were talking about fifty million dollars. He's going to spend all of that on that. That's no, not a lot of outfits. I'd probably get a hot tub. Would you sit in the hot tub in your outfit? And a jet ski for the hot tub. Uh, yeah, and a jet ski for the hot tub. so I just spit in the water out of the hot tub because he can't really go anywhere. Just rooster in the water out. Um, yeah, I'd get a hot tub, samurai swords, uh, samurai heard- battle armor. I heard Charlie Sheen had this like button in his bathroom when he pushed it. Uh, when he got out of the shower, you could stand on top of it, and the button, the door, the bottom, the floor would fall out, and you'd fall into a room full of towel, like hot towels. What? That's really. That's just what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but like but I'm like, oh, I'll do that but... if I have like fuck you money. Like that'd be fun. Just build a towel room to fall into. <laughs> God damn it. Who's been in my towel pit again? (laughs) Who's been in my towel pit? I'm sorry, honey. I just, I got done with the shower. I thought it'd be okay if I just jumped in. No, no, it says, it says clearly says Charlie's towel pit. (laughs) Stay out of my towel pit. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have a towel pit. Those are fun. All right. So add towel pit to my jacuzzi, jet ski, gold Cadillac, samurai sword and body armor. The money goes fast. It goes fast. It's a reason most lottery winners go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one's from Nick Maringer. Um, this one's a little more serious, but budget cuts are starting to really affect college sports. Western Michigan cut the football coach's salary in half and are close to eliminating some sports. Meanwhile, Central Michigan eliminated their track and field teams. This puts them under the required number of men's sports to be considered for D1 football. The NC2A is going to either have to grant waivers or lose teams. Which route do you think they will take? Their two favorite things are money and screwing over small schools. 
Well, listen, um, nobody wants to see any of these schools lose their programs mm-hmm. or be demoted down to Division Two, uh, especially when they've been doing very well at Division One. So they better come up with a plan. How about everybody goes back to work and we get this economy going again? That would be yeah. a good way to start. Yeah, um, because if you keep going there. to the if you keep going to the government expecting them to pay your bills, they're not going to do it because they get their money from us. <laughs> and if yeah. we're not working, they don't get any money from us. And we're already twenty three trillion dollars in debt. Eventually, Ugh. everybody knows this, right? That number is going to hit a point where we can't possibly repay it, and that's when you're going to see all of our credit drop through the floor, and no one's going to let us borrow. No, we're going to. It's going to. The party's going to be over at some point, so we can't keep running up the bills. We just can't. Got to get back to work. It's impossible. Like it takes, if you go to sleep for a billion seconds, you're asleep for 32 years. Like that's how much a billion is. So Mm -hmm. that's how long it would take to print a billion dollars. Yeah. 32 years. So imagine trillion. Impossible. It's like 135 or something. Anyway, I also want to say last week I was talking about the Major League Baseball players and the 50-50 split. I want to say that I did not realize that the players had already taken a pay cut. So taking a pay cut and then being asked to take another half of that is not cool. No. So I can no. understand why there's a standstill because a half of a half. Yeah. is a quarter. Yeah. Not good. No. So, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year and $25,000 a year is a lot different especially when you're putting yourself at risk. So, you know, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what the, the uh, answer is. I just want to say that I, I, I'm not as adamantly opposed to them holding out. Well, at some point we're all going to have to get back to life. You're just going to have to, yeah. you're going to have to decide what your safety standards are and then go back to work. You're just going to have to say, listen, I can, I can live with going to the movie theater. I'll put on mask on. I'm good. Now open it up and let me give you my money. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm good. With, I'm good with going to a restaurant and not having a mask on. And if that means you know you're at eighty percent capacity or seventy five percent capacity for three months, it's better than no capacity. Right. But yep. let's get the ball rolling. Yeah. The sooner we start, the sooner we start healing and getting back to normal. Because there is going to be a lag time from the time they let us go back to work till the time uh, the economy heals itself. Yeah, but we got to get going. You can't just keep borrowing, borrowing, borrowing. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. Read. And this next question is along those lines. When the NFL, this is from Ian Heidecky, when the NFL is available to have fans in their stadiums, how many games are you guys going to? Oof. As many as I can. All of them is my answer. Every yeah, single one I that can. I can afford. Yeah, as many as I can for sure. You know, like we don't even know what's going. We have season tickets, you know, to the Rams, but like we haven't paid for them yet because everything's on hold so as soon as we know like uh, i'm going I don't yeah, care. I'm, I'm flirting with flying down to tampa for the chiefs tampa bay game i think it's week 12 uh and yeah. because you know it's going to be tom brady the puck the bucks will be great um I, I used to live in tampa it's a great town i know it it's you know it, it'll be a great weekend um and tampa will be warm in november it'll be fun and hey, oh, let's yeah. look. Let's look a little closer than that. Assuming we can actually attend games in week two, I would love nothing more than to share a beer with you right here in LA when your Chiefs come to probably beat up on my Chargers. I don't know if that, that brand new stadium. It might be optimistic, but if it's not, if it's possible, let's do it. 
Oh, dude, if I'll start working it right now, see if I can score some tickets. Seriously, that would be amazing. Um, that would be fun. All right, our next one, a uh, little bit. Well, we'll just read it. Paul Kingsford, would you rather accidentally send a nude to a coworker or a family member? A coworker, <laughs> male or female. That's what I'm saying, Chan. Which family member? Yeah. No, I'd send it to family because family has to forgive you. They can fire you for that shit. <laughs> or do you have a crush on the coworker? Oh, there you go. I mean, it's all context. No, fuck that. Uh-uh. I don't know. A coworker, I never have to see again. Right, because no, you are fired. Poison. Never send it to coworker. Never. Never. Because honestly, then you get a reputation. Oh, that's the perv. Oh, that's the, that's, that's, uh, you know. Um, Rob sounds like he's speaking from experience. It sure does. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a legit fear, though. It's very specific. <laughs> but I think it's- Not that I send nudes. I don't send nudes. But it's one of those say. things where if, if it went down, if it went down in, in the, the workspace, you, you know, you're dead. You're just dead on arrival. You have to find a new job. Um, but yeah. if you get it to a family member, it's awkward for like one Christmas. But to Sarah's point, <laughs> but to Sarah's point though, I, I'm flipping. I'm flipping a little bit here. Sarah pointed out that if you send it to the coworker, you're never going to see any of those people again because you're going to be fired on the spot. If you send it to the cousin, eventually, and the next Christmas is going to be around that that part of the family's in town, and you're just never undoing that. Yeah, like, your cousin going- always knows what it looks like. Sorry, Chan. What? Is it going to my mom? Because I could be like, oh, it was a medical thing. Or is it going to my weird uncle? Who knows? Who is it? <laughs> yeah. Or, or is it going to like a comic that I work with and see and they don't, they would think it's funny? Or is it going to someone who's going to be vindictive? Like, you don't, there's different yeah. situations. There is no one size fits all for that scenario. Right. I agree with you, Chan. All right. Uh, this one is a combination Question slash comment with a Turd Award nominee. Aaron DeGroat. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, this is a follow-up to his earlier submission. And, oh, yeah. While I was setting my DVR to record Holy Moly 2, the sequel on ABC this Thursday at 9 p.m. <laughs> 8 Central Mountain Time, I ran across these two melon heads, and I couldn't pass on nominating them. Police in small-town Virginia say they've nabbed two thieves who wore watermelons on their heads while robbing a convenience store earlier this month. Uh, they announced the arrest on Saturday, hours after sharing surveillance photos of the thieves wearing the hollowed-out watermelons uh, with holes for eyes at a Sheets store on May 5th. And Sheets is the name of the Virginia town. I saw that. I saw these knuckleheads. They had surveillance photos of them. Uh, and I just think it's just sloppy thieving. I just think it's sloppy. Um, because you can't you can't react and move quickly and decisively when you have a big, giant, hollowed watermelon on your head. That's just foolish. Also, why would you do that in a time where it's totally normal to wear a mask and hat? <laughs> One time when you can just like do it. Yeah. 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 Everybody's, everybody's, I go into stores. I'm like, everybody here is, is a potential thief and robber. Yeah. Do you, do you think, are you mad that people are taking your look of sunglasses and hats and masks? Yes. I'm very upset. I feel like everyone in LA is mad that. It does feel weird to wear something like that into the bank. Like when I go into the, I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Yeah. I'm sure the bank employees are freaking out too. Especially when I think I should rob this place because yeah. it's easy. Taylor's <laughs> got thieving on the brain like 24-7. That's her jam. Mm-hmm. I just want to see if I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. That'd be my defense. 
<laughs> your defense? That's a good defense. I would literally be like, I did you a favor because if I got away with this, you guys have terrible security. <laughs> I'm sure they'd see it that way. Yeah. Mm. Work for Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go on to another question. This one's from Kevin Sanchez. Uh, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, what weapon and what fictional character would you choose to partner with? I choose Thanos, and my weapon would be Dumbledore's wand. So I guess they're Dumbledore. fictional weapons as well. Zombie apocalypse weapon and what fictional character would be my partner? I got this on lock. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yosemite Sam, because he's got two pistols and he's always shooting. Okay. And a samurai sword. That's a no brainer. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, man. I can't think of a fictional character I would want. I'm going to do a twist on what this guy said. I'm going to go with the Infinity Gauntlet, which was Thanos's weapon, and Iron Man, because he's a goddamn billionaire and he fires rockets out of his hand. Yeah. He's a billionaire. I'm just saying oh, he can yeah. invent some shit if it stops working. Yeah, so I, I'll take Batman then since he's also a billionaire and he can get me out. And he knows a lot of politicians who can get me out of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And my weapon you're would be the ability to drink as much as I want and not get drunk. What? You're just looking for someone to get you. You want your partner to just be someone to get you out of trouble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now I got to go back and rethink. I thought we were picking randos all right <laughs> you want me to do uh one more question while you think it over yeah i'll take i'll take donald trump and a lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> i want a slingshot yeah who, and who with you um and a barbie doll <laughs> no i don't know who maybe like godzilla or something oh Shit. that's a good one that's not bad that's smart <laughs> if you can control him yeah. Um, I don't know if this one's a question so much, but Eric Taylor says, what do you call a pirate that likes to pee on people? R. Kelly. <laughs> well done. Great well job. I just, you know, it, it, well it, he shot his shot. I figured he deserved it on the finale episode. <laughs> it's not the most well-crafted, but, you know, whatever. It's there. It was, it was right there. We all saw it. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh Kevin Lagarda says, uh, I remember from a, a long since past episode, Rob thinking about buying a five pound bucket of mac and cheese from Costco. Did he end up buying it? It sure would come in handy right now. <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> I buy it every week. Is that why I had to buy so many laxatives? For you? <laughs> <laughs> I buy uh, a bucket of mac and cheese every week. I polish it off uh, every week. No regrets. No shame. Uh, I, I use the buckets. I go out on the freeway and I throw the buckets at other cars that get too close to me. <laughs> Must That's be my so life. hard to, to, for there to be a limit on toilet paper if you're buying that much mac and cheese. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got two uh, more. Right. Um, okay. And then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Let's go with the dumb one first. Would you rather have sex with a goat and nobody knows about it or not have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks you did? And thank you, Paul <laughs> Kingsford, for that thinker. Well, hold oh. on. If I have sex, I, I don't have sex, but everything everyone thinks I did, what, it's the same thing then. It is the same thing. It's not fair. Yeah. 
It's a trick question. Paul's trying yeah. to play me. Goat fucker. Paul, Paul is trying to play me with a trick question. Well, guess what, Paul? You just got played, motherfucker. Not me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't walk into your logic traps, Paul. Who's the <laughs> goat? Is the goat Tom Brady? Because if it's if it's that, then I would rather have sex with it. <laughs> that is an interesting Nobody twist. <laughs> All right. Well, here's our last one, and I think this is a good one to go out on. It's a, a longtime fan and frequent submitter. Ian Hideki says, who is on Rob and Sarah's Mount Rushmore of comedy? Oh. Wow, that's that's a deep that's a deep question. I couldn't ask you a goat fucking question for the last one. <laughs> for me, it would be Jerry Seinfeld, Roseanne Barr, um, Theo Vaughn, and Tom Segura. Oh, well, I don't know. Bargazzi might be on there too. I'm going to have to chisel in Bargazzi. Well, growing up, see, I, I'm, I'm including comedic actors, not just stand-ups. Yeah. Um, sure. So I, I, Eddie Murphy had the biggest impact on me. So Eddie Murphy's on there. Um, Bill Murray mm-hmm. is on there for me as well. Um, my first comedy album and a guy that I watched for a couple decades was, uh, um, George Carlin. Um, and I don't know from the modern era, maybe Nate, you're not, you might be right on that. That's not a bad call. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe Chappelle, um, yeah. So I've got a lot of crossover with both of you guys. Um, I I don't disagree about Segura, Nate. The, the, all of your nominees are strong. For me, given my age, Adam Sandler's got to be on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that would be on. maybe maybe I take maybe I add him. Maybe he's my fourth. Good call. I, it, it's yeah, it's I such an un- on there because of that because he kills me. It, it's such an unfair question, but I, yeah, you know I just because I'm going to try to stay in the spirit of, you know, four for Mount Rushmore, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Rob Riggle and Sarah Tiana. (laughs) Hey, look at that. He's the best in the biz. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. You're not wrong, by the way. I know I'm not. Thank you guys for uh, technically we paid you to say that. So thank you. Hey, well, what do you, you also paid for this t-shirt, which I'm going to keep. It's a collector's <laughs> item for me. Um, thank you guys for a, uh, for a hell of a, a show and a hell of a, a couple years here. And thanks for, thanks to Chan for joining us for the final episode. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. She was, Chan she was there in the beginning there. and she was there for a big chunk of it. So yeah. uh, I'm glad you came back. Thanks guys. Me yeah. too. And thank you, Gary. And thank you, Rob, for letting me be a part of this. This is like been the most fun ever. And you're the best partner anybody could ask for. And you make me laugh more than anyone in my life. No offense <laughs> to my boyfriend. Well, right back at you. It's been pure joy. And it's such an honor. Um, this has been a, a great, great run. Probably, what are we looking at? What do we do? Two or three years of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm very grateful to everybody who listened, everybody who joined us uh, every week. We're incredibly grateful to you. 
and you know we're not done we're, we'll 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 uh, we're all coming we're, we will all come back in different shapes and forms doing different things um maybe it's podcasting maybe it's more television maybe it's more film maybe it's more stand-up maybe who knows um prison that yeah that's the hey, possibility hey i feel that was directed at me and i don't appreciate it gary it's not your turn to talk that, was gary, that called for chandler if the glove fits you must quit <laughs> or something like that i would try to prison break you if you went Ooh, that's a friend right should there. i get one of those tattoos all over my body like that horrible tv show i'm gonna do it with no instructions all right all right thank you that's a real like friend Kakuza? yeah whoa anyway um <laughs> Thank you, guys, and thank you, listeners. Uh, for Riggle's Picks, I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. That's Gary, and that's Chandler. Peace out, y'all. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>